Good morning, all. How are we this morning? Good morning, morning. Russell. Good morning, everybody. Morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Father. We praise you, Jesus. We thank you, Holy Spirit. Blessed be your name, the Holy One of Israel, the God who dwells in the midst of his people. Here we are again this morning, Father. We come to your presence. We come to you in spirit. You have made your tabernacle in us, in our bodies. And this body of sin you have transformed into your temple. And you work to make that temple holy. Through your spirit you work within us, Father. You pour your peace, you pour your joy. You do not hold back any resource from heaven. You gave of your everything, including your only son. And he died brutally for our sake. That we might have this opportunity to behold your presence and not be thrown in the outer darkness. Not be left for judgment, which is what we really deserve. But through him, we receive mercy. That mercy which, we, which you renew for us every morning. A fresh batch provided for us. Knowing our vulnerabilities, knowing our weakness, knowing our naivety. That we fall prey, we fall victim to evil. But through your spirit living in us, working in us, through his convictions, through his teaching, through his advocacy, and through the graces that you pour into us. You help us rise up again. We thank you, Father, for that peace, for that joy. We thank you, Father, for your mercy. We thank you for your love. We thank you for calling us to be here in your presence. To talk to each of us individually. And we want to share that closeness with you. That testimony of your love for us. Your mercy. Your favor on our lives. And your peace and joy that you pour into our hearts. We want to share it with all those that are part of this prayer meeting. With everyone that is part of the Brisbane prayer family. We share your peace and your joy and your love, Lord. With all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group. With all those who are called as Christians and yet have not had that encounter with you, to know you, to know you personally. We share your peace, your joy with them as well as those that have not wanted to know you. Continue to live under a lie, under ignorance, under secularism, and under every false doctrine that keeps them away from you. That every such will before their eye be torn down. That every mountain in their path, every obstacle that keeps them away from their father be cut down. Let the path before them be made flat. Let your light, your radiance, your glory shine upon them, Father. That they are able to turn their steps towards you. Willfully connecting their hearts to yours, to Jesus, 
to receive their free gift of salvation, of life, and be turned away and rescued from damnation. We thank you, Father, for your gospel. And as we pray this morning, we pray in the name of our Father, our God, our King, the Maker, the one who is able to make every grace that we need abound towards us. The grace that helps us lift our lives up. You are the lifter of men. You are the Maker who is able to make all that grace. You are the God of peace. And we call on you, Father, this morning, knowing that everyone who calls on your name shall be delivered, shall not end up in shame. Even at the 11th hour, you say to each one, even today, just as Jesus did on that cross, today you shall be with me in paradise. You pay an equal wage to the laborer that joined your farm at the 11th hour, just as much as the one that came in earlier. You are a just judge. You are a loving father. You are a merciful king. We pray in the name of Jesus, your son, the very symbol of mercy, the one who taught us faith, the word himself who became flesh and dwelt amongst us and now through his spirit, through the revelation that we receive from him. It is that word, that incorruptible seed that is helping build our character to come closer in the image and likeness of the template of man, the second Adam that you set for us. We pray in the name of his spirit the very source of his power, the spirit of truth who guides us into all truth. When that truth dawns on our lives, every other lie is wiped out. And our eyes are only fixed on that truth. The one who quickens us in our spirit to know you in the way you want us to know you. Not in the way we have known you in the past. On a cross hanging on a wall. And that's all that you meant to us. There are many that continue to live their lives in that way, not knowing Jesus for who he is. We ask, Father, mercy. We ask for all our shortcomings this day, for the times we have continued to fail you despite you revealing the truth to us. For those areas of our lives where we have still not gained that fortitude to turn completely away from sin, where we are still vulnerable and weak, we ask for your grace this morning, Father. We thank you, Lord, for the gift of life, for the gift of family, of friends, for this gift of prayer where we are able to ask you. For this time of conversation where you are able to show us our vulnerabilities, our weaknesses, and provide solutions. That every open door of vulnerability for attack can be shut. You are able to pour your graces into our lives, Father. We thank you for that opportunity, for every grace that you have made available. 
We thank you that you provide food on our table. You establish the work of our hands. And it is you who bless us with that increase. Every increase that we experience in our lives, in our finances, in our ministry, in our relationships. We thank you, Father, for this opportunity of prayer where we are able to communicate with you. Not only on a corporate basis together as a family, but also individually. You hear us, you listen to us any time of the day. When we call on your name in spirit. We thank you, Father. And as we pray this morning, we reflect on Matthew 7, verse 7, which says, Ask, and you shall receive. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened to you. And today we reflect on only the first part of this verse. We reflect on the power of asking. Ask and you shall receive. So receiving is linked to or tied to asking. Also, if you do not ask, you do not receive. That converse is also true. The simplest example of that is of a tiny little baby. They cry only when they're hungry. And every time they cry, the mother's first thought is to feed, to respond. Ask and you shall receive. As Christians, most of us think that the Father, who knows all we need even before we ask, will fulfill all our needs. And yet there are some who have the grace they are looking for, while there are others who are again looking for that very same grace and do not have it. The Bible says in Romans 10, verse 12, The same Lord is rich unto all who call on him which means the grace is available and is the same and is available to all. He does not differentiate. So where is the difference then? James 4 verse 2 says, You have not because you do not ask. Jesus always asked the Father. Even for us, he said, And I will ask the Father for another advocate for you. The prodigal son asked for his share of the inheritance and then again came back and asked for inheritance, uh, for forgiveness. The difference between him and the other son who said, you have, who said to his father, you have not even given me so much as a little kid, a goat, to celebrate with my friends. And the one big difference is the asking. And when the prodigal son asked, the second time for forgiveness, the father gave him more than that. There was another portion allocated for him, fresh robes put on him and an expensive ring put on his finger. The power of asking. Note that the father's giving does not depend on the share already given or what is remaining. It is the mercy of the Father that vetoes all those calculations. 
and he organizes for something to be given when the child asks. And that's why his mercies are renewed for us as well every morning. Else we would have run out of our share of mercy long, long ago. I now like to touch upon the amplified version of Matthew, parts of Matthew 7, verses 7 and 8. That same very first part relevant to asking. Where it says, ask and keep on asking and it will be given to you. For everyone who keeps on asking receives. And Matthew 21, verse 22 says, And whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive if you have faith. But James 4, verse 3 says, also says, You ask and do not receive because you ask wrongly to spend it on your passions. So the question for us is, is whatever I am asking God for, is that aligned with his purposes or is it merely to fulfill my fleshly passions? Every time we make a prayer, we must ask this question. Jesus said in John 14 verse 13, whatever you ask in my name that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Now, the Son cannot be glorified if we operate in the flesh. For the flesh profits nothing. It is the spirit that is quickened. Are we asking for that quickening? Or are we asking for something of the flesh that will not profit? That determines his purpose and is the difference. So we need to check on what we are asking for. And then as Philippians 4 verse 7 says, the peace of the Lord, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. That is the extra added benefit of asking. As for the Father's giving when we ask, Luke 11 verse 13 says, if we being evil know how to give good gifts to our children. How much more will the Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? Psalm 37 verse 4 says, Delight yourself in the Lord and He will give you the desires of your heart. So His giving is not limited. Jesus taught us to ask when in the Our Father he taught us give us this day our daily bread. So ask for revelation every day to feed your spirit to know his systems of success principles of abundance and kingdom living. In James 1 verse 5 it says anyone who lacks wisdom ask. Wisdom is applied knowledge and grace. The provision is already there. It is made available to all. We just need the grace to be able to tap into that provision and claim it. 
So ask for the grace for speed, the grace for signs and wonders, the grace for restoration, the grace for solutions to problems, for healing and so on. We need to ask. For those that ask, receive. Everyone that asks in faith and fulfill the required conditions must receive. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray that we receive that understanding of how to ask, that we do not take anything for granted. But in every situation, since you have given us a free will, you wait for that free will to be exercised. And out of our own will, we are able to recognize the areas of need in our lives, the areas where we fall short, and to ask for those graces. So that when we receive, we are able to operate in them. We are quickened in our spirit. And we are able to walk in our spirit with you. Help us recognize all those areas of shortcomings in our life, Father. All those areas of weakness and vulnerability in our spirit. All those areas where we lack knowledge where we lack understanding and all those areas where we are susceptible to temptation and to ask for that grace to be strengthened in that area knowing that when we ask you in all humility your power works best in our weakness when we acknowledge and accept and expose our weakness to you and surrender it to you in all humility. The only instance where it won't work is when we hold back to it, to our pride, to our ego, to our human capabilities, even though we know that they are failings. We ask for that transformation in our spirit, Father. And let that transformation change the way we pray. So that when we pray, our prayer is more effective. Our prayer carries more power and our prayer commands results. We pray for that growth in our spirit. We also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, for all those requests that have been made on our prayer group. We pray in a special way for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease, life-threatening conditions, especially those that are in hospital that will undergo surgery or have recently undergone surgery. All those that are battling threatening situations in their lives, in their finances. Those that are battling witchcraft and wizardry and do not even know it. We ask for your revelation, Father. We ask for your protection. We pray in a special way for all families, especially the ones that are battling evil forces of diverse separation, misunderstandings, infidelity and violence and abuse. Anything that seeks to steal your peace and joy from them, the love from their hearts, Father, 
we come against it in the name of Jesus. We invite you into each of these lives. That through the gift of salvation, they are able to receive your spirit. When your spirit, the source of power, the scepter of the king of kings himself, the seal of the age to come, dwells within them. They walk in that very same power that is given to Jesus and to all of us. When your spirit and the most high enters, the most low must leave. Some of their evil, wicked habits, thoughts of iniquity must leave instantly. And for the others, you give revelation. You quicken us in our spirit, Father. We ask for that anointing to touch each of these lives today. That the yoke of the enemy is broken, especially those that are battling all kinds of strongholds, including poverty and joblessness over their lives. We declare every such chain of bondage over their lives broken in the name and the authority of Jesus. We pray in a special way for the needs of our families and our friends as well. And every member of every family that is part of this prayer group, we cover each of these families by your precious blood, Jesus. We declare that blood as our hedge of defense, that every attack from the enemy, seen or unseen, every noise and pestilence, sickness, COVID disease as well, is kept outside that hedge. That your inheritance, your children are kept safe. Father, we now connect with you, O Holy Spirit, in our spirit. Join our spirits with your our spirit with yours to be one spirit. That when we make our prayer in the spirit, we make it as our prayer of agreement with you. And we thank you, Waymaker, miracle worker, that you have heard us, that you always hear us, that you hover even today over every dark and void situation. And when the spoken word of the Father is released, there is light. There is light in each of these lives. There is transformation, there is renewal, there is rebuilding, and we expect that miracle. We thank you, Lord, that you have heard us, that you always hear us, and you have listened to this, our prayer. And when we approach it and release our faith in expectation, we know that this prayer is an answered prayer. I encourage everyone that can pray in tongues to please unmute and join in as we release our faith. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy 
The scripture I've been given today is Colossians 4, 2 to 4. Continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. And pray for us also that God may open to us a door for the word to declare the mystery of Christ on account of which I am in prison, that I may make it clear as I ought to speak. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a scripture that has been shared in the chat as well. <clears throat> and this is from Revelations chapter 3, verse 20, where it is written, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and eat with him, and he with me. There is another scripture that has been shared as well, which is from Nahum chapter 1, verse 7, where it is written, The Lord is good, 
a stronghold in the day of trouble. And he knoweth them that trust in him. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you that you pour your spirit on us and you anoint us to preach good tidings unto the meek. You send us to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to all those that are captives to sin and in any form of captivity. In the opening of prisons to them that are bound, we receive your grace, Father. We receive your strength. We receive your power in our hearts, in our spirit. To walk under that anointing. To carry your gospel. And to be your blessing. In boldness and in obedience to your will. We thank you, Father. We continue to receive your revelation. And everything that you show us. For you have plans to prosper all that you have ordained for us to do. And not bring us in harm's way. We offer ourselves humbly to the fulfillment of that plan. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes from his jealous love for us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day. So that as we are blessed, let us in turn be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank, Thank you, Russell. Russell. God bless everybody. God bless everybody. God bless everybody. Have a nice everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, everyone.